powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Say it with me, everybody. The Ottawa Senators are officially in uncontested 31st place. 31st. Sounds better than 32nd. Sounds a lot better than 32nd. What a game. What a game. And before I forget, I got to hit the button. It has been far too long. We are having way too many games in between hitting the button. So finally I get to hit it again. Anaheim Ducks, you just got... Sensed, baby. Oh... For for those for those listening just now, and, and and that sounded like an exasperated sigh. No, that is a that is a sigh of relief. I'm realizing now between that and and basically every other game I've covered, I've I've, I've let out a very deep sigh. Um, and in this case, that's just pure relief, uh, as opposed to uh, just pure distress. The previous several games, anyway. Who uh? Who had the Sens winning in this one? I think I think probably a lot of people were pretty 50-50 on it. I mean, it was the two worst teams playing each other. And uh, hopefully if you had your uh, money on the Sens, you were using our friends over at Sports Interaction. I think you know what way it's going to go. Make your bet with Sports Interaction. Whether it's World Cup, hockey, football, or basketball, Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. 19 plus. Please play responsibly. So, like, should I even talk about the game or should I just kind of sit here and, and, and we can all just be really excited about the Suns winning a game? It's a great day, guys. It's, it's the Suns win. It's Friday, and I'm having pizza later. That's a solid day. That is a solid day right there. Um, so, there really isn't much to talk about. I mean, there weren't, as far as negatives go, there weren't a whole lot of negatives exactly. Um, I mean, well, that's to be expected in a, in a big 5-1 win. That said... Um, if we're getting real nitpicky about th- even if we're getting nitpicky, I don't I don't know. I don't know if there's really much to 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 complain about. That was just an overall really solid game, especially from Cam Talbot. My goodness, what a game he had. Also, just like as a side note, even if even if Pierre didn't really think or Pierre, what's Pierre? Pierre Pierre issued the coach's challenge, Charlie, you friggin' idiot. Even if DJ didn't actually think that was going to be called back, and and, and, and even if DJ was like, you know, 50-50 shot. I love I love the coach's challenge at the end there to try and get Cam the shutout. Love that. Um I still think he should have been fired at some point, but I love that. Props to DJ for that. Uh really, really love that. Um I would say the biggest story of this game is just this is the special teams. I mean, what a game for the Sens special teams all around. Three for eight on the power play and uh, six for six on the PK, which is I think the biggest part of that. 
Um, great to see that they're finally starting to convert more uh, regularly on the power play. Um, I think that's something to be expected, though, with this group. Like, eventually it's going to click. It has to. But the 6-for-6 six six on the PK rules, and I love that. And and you look at the shorthanded, the only player... This is, I think this is this is a wild stat, and granted, there are instances of like five seconds here, eight seconds there. The only players to not play on both the power play and the PK tonight are Lassie Thompson and Alex Dabrinkit. Everybody else on the team was on the ice at some point, even for just a small window, on both the power play and the PK. Um, which is wild. Like just going through a few. Like granted, the Brady Kachuk he played eleven seconds shorthanded. That counts. Um, uh, Dylan Gambrell played nine seconds. Gambrell is like where you're kind of pushing it, right? Nine seconds on the power play, thirty-four seconds on the PK. It counts. That's you know. It's just I think that's I just think that's a really fun stat. That you know, Debrinket didn't play any time shorthanded, but he also played nearly seven minutes on the power play. Um. God, what a great effort from pretty much everyone. Everyone looked really solid this game. Um, my God, is it nice to have Zub back. and uh, Zub and Shabbat both together. Love that. And, um, yeah, I think if I want to highlight anyone, honestly, I think I want to highlight Thomas Shabbat. 6.45 on the power play, a minute nine on the PK, 25 minutes and one second love love that especially in a game like this where there's so much special teams you could toss him out for like a, an absurd amount of ice time but the fact that Shabbat played 25 minutes almost dead even is perfect um love that Sanderson playing 24 minutes even also Sanderson my god he spent so much time on uh playing uh special teams 333 on the power play 557 on the PK I'm, I'm gonna do my best to not just talk about Sanderson because that's all anyone talks about, and for good reason, mind you. But, like, let's move on to something else. Um, I really love, really love how everyone was involved in this game. Uh, also, Derek Broussard with three points. Anyway, um, I want to talk more about Shabbat quickly. I think Shabbat had probably his best game of the season, I would say. Maybe I'm forgetting about, like, a really, you know, solid game he had. Maybe somewhere in that four-game win streak. Uh, earlier in the season, uh, which is incredible that this team won four games in a row at one point. Uh, that doesn't feel real. Um, yeah, uh, Thomas Shabbat just had a great game. He just looked so confident, which is something that's been missing from his game. He, he For a long time, and I've mentioned this several times, I'm sure Mott's talked about it quite a bit on her shows, um, that he just looked very off lacked the confidence he either you know fired the puck off to at the net or, or tried to pass it way 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 too quickly or held on to it way too long it just the timing wasn't there he looked great this afternoon i almost said tonight because the sense just played and it's pitch black uh gonna have to get used to that um for any other afternoon games um but yeah i think shabbat looked great um and um God, I just, you know, like, I don't want to turn... Here's the here's the deal. The Sens are in 31st place. I believe the only other team with 15 points is Columbus, but Columbus only has 19 games to the Sens' 20, so tiebreaker there. Columbus is ahead. 
So the Sens are in 31st place. And I don't necessarily want to spend this whole show gushing about the team. I don't want this whole show to be like, oh my god, the Sens look great. Everything's fixed. It's not. Did the Sens look great? Yeah. Was it against the worst team in the league now? Yeah. So I don't want this to be an all positive episode or it can be a positive episode i just don't want to come across like suddenly after one game everything is fine um so i'm gonna do my best to not do that too much uh i had a great time watching this game though uh it was it was a desperately needed enjoyable sense game um a shame that they you know couldn't have you know, moved maybe a stinker to this game for me. So that way when mod's staying up for the late games, you know, like there's something decent to talk about. Unfortunately, I lucked out covering the 3 p.m. game and it's also a win. So sorry about that mod. Um, yeah, I, I just, you know what? I think I'm, gonna, I'm just going to head to the chat because I think I, I just kind of want to see what everyone has to say about this game. Um, I think I think it's going to be positive across the board but um let's uh let's take a look uh yeah great game for our depth guys brass and joseph stepped up 100 i love that joseph goal falling backwards mid shot doesn't get everything on it but still finds the back of the net i thought that was which is a really nice play all around and yeah broussard with yeah goal and two assists that's an odd oddly great game for for Derek broussard not that he's you know necessarily terrible it's just that we're so used to seeing him on the second line and complaining about it. So it's nice to see him uh, put up some points. Uh, I was so scared going into this game. This team has been snatching defeat from the jaws of victory all year. They've, yeah. Um, I don't know if I'd say they have been on the same, the same level as say like Vancouver in that, in that scenario, uh, as far as, you know, blowing leads, just because the Sens don't tend to get the lead that often. It's usually the Sens look amazing for the first five minutes. Then the first chance the other team has going the other way, they put one in and just turns into like this dejected, like, oh, fuck, here we go again kind of situation for the Sens. So I will say that I think the greatest, uh, the number one team right now, I think they've won two in a row, three. I don't know. I, I need to be paying more attention to the rest of the league at most most times. But yeah, the, the, the Canucks are definitely the, the champions of blowing leads and uh, losing when they should win. But the Sens are close second in just that, you know, they look good and then they just put nothing in the net. Um, four more wins and we are above 500. How about that? Got to think about that for a second. That's, uh, yeah. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Um, let's see. Of course, I get the 10.30 p.m. loss on Wednesday, and they get a 5-1 win when I miss the game. That's the thing. Um, I also feel bad that I didn't book uh, a guest for today. Just, you know, I mean, partially because I thought, okay, the Sens are going to get killed just because that's naturally what's going to happen. Um, I just, it, you know, you assume the worst. Um, but also like a Friday at 3 p.m. here, like there aren't going to be that many people, um, who have the day off. So I just figured I wouldn't even bother. I was just, I was just ready to, to get on camera and, and, and just, you know, talk about a, uh, a brutal loss to the last place team. Well, no, what, what, what would have been no longer the last place team if it had, 
had Ottawa lost, but I'm I'm very happy to uh, to be here under better circumstances. And unfortunately, I don't have a guest to uh, to enjoy that with. But you know, I'll take a solo show and 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 enjoy it as best as I can. Um, from uh, from looks like a a New Jersey fan maybe here in the chat. Dirty Ducks got hunted and slaughtered by honor rot. Let's go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, chat's always fun. Uh, Brass and Joseph with three points. That's right. So yeah. So so Joseph also had a three point night. Eh? Let me. Is it also same same stat line as as Brass? Yeah, goal two assists. Um, and a takeaway for Joseph to boot. Love to see that. Um, you know, now that I'm looking at it, Brand, fun fact too. We're just gonna, we're just gonna, let me just sprinkle in some fun uh, stats here. Brandstrom with four blocks, that's fun. Good on your Brandstrom. Fifteen minutes looked solid, pretty much the whole way. Uh, gonna go back to the chat here. Uh, DJ is finally managing ice time and on the defense. Yeah, like the defense ice time is looking great. Uh, most yeah, most amount of minutes was Shabbat twenty five oh one. And the lowest ice time was Lassie Thompson at 918. And that's understandable. The dude looked lost um, at times. I unfortunately wasn't able to catch the last game against Vegas. So I don't know. I, I didn't watch that personally. I un, From what I understand, though, from what everyone was talking about, he looked pretty rough. So uh, I can appreciate the sheltered minutes with him. Especially when, you know, you, have, you give a guy like Thompson sheltered minutes at nine minutes. And still, Shabbat being the highest uh, ice time on D at 25 minutes, I I, I really like the way that uh, the ice time was was set up for the defense. Um, hopefully, we turn into the Devils and go nuts. That would be something, though. I eh? like say say following this this brutal run of uh, I don't even know what the, at worst if you if you know I guess seven straight losses, but then even then. So what? Since the four-game win streak, the Sens went, I believe, just off the top of my head, two ten and one. Uh, so now with this one, three ten and one, which still is really depressing. But um, yeah, imagine following that just awful, awful run the Sens managed to put together, like a six-seven win streak. That would be something else. And I believe it's you know, I mean, it's not. I, it's ne- I mean, it's never out of the question. It doesn't matter who. It could, the Ducks could do it. But, you know, the next games are up against the Kings. Back-to-back games against the Rangers. Then you play the Sharks and the Kings again. So the next six, that's five games. I can count. And then it's Dallas. Dallas, That's that might be rough. But the next five games, anyway, Kings, Rangers, Rangers, Sharks, Kings. I mean, the Rangers on paper should be monsters. They've had, like, a rougher start to the season than they should. But... Those are all winnable games. Say the Sens, including this game against the Ducks. So say like that batch of six games, the Ducks, then followed by uh, the the following five. If they go four and two, I think we're thrilled. Um, probably shouldn't be that thrilled because four and two is probably what you'd expect to get against those teams if you're a solid enough team. But you know we're gonna take what we can get and just enjoy it. Um, as far as uh, everything else goes, though, and um, yeah, let's see. I want to, I mean, you know, just for fun, I want to look at what did Giroud, how did Giroud do in the faceoffs? Uh, 71%. <laughs> oh, Claude Giroud, you are a faceoff wizard, dude. Um, 
Yeah, 71% for Giroud in the faceoffs. That's ridiculous. Wild. Um, not not a very weird to say, actually, now that I'm noticing. Sorry, this is kind of all over the place. Not a very physical game. Uh, hits were 15 to 11 for the Ducks. Um, and, like, there was a couple rough bits and pieces. Obviously, I mean, uh, that altercation at the towards the beginning of the game between uh, Benoit and Stutzla, where Stutzla kind of takes a swing at him. That was that looked that looked a little a little a little dangerous. Um, just the way Stutzla's hand came up. I mean, it was it was it was a hand with a stick, and like I'm sure you know, at some point, you know, you got kind of have to give Stutzla some benefit of the doubt like he probably knew where a stick was but that's just such a stupid reckless dangerous play when you know you take a if you're gonna take a swing at a guy's face with your glove on just fucking just like give him a swing don't kind of don't so he's got the stick in his hand and he comes at him like that like you know the, the the back part of his hand hits him in the face if 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 the tip of his stick if the butt end of his stick is sticking out even an inch you swing hard enough, you hit him in the cheek, like you're gonna shatter a fucking bone in there, you know? Like that was that was such a dangerous play, and I, you know, I think I think he should probably be fined for that. Like uh, purely, like I don't know if he will. I mean, the department player safety is so uh, it, it's impossible to know what they're thinking. There, there's, there's, it, it really, they're not consistent whatsoever they're so inconsistent um i but you know i mean i think he should probably be fined on that just purely i mean like was there an injury on the play no but like just out of pure recklessness i think i think that's that's you know it it had the uh it it had everything you know it had all the pieces to be a very dangerous play um and i think you gotta make sure that you know that it doesn't happen um and then i guess other than that you got strom hitting sanderson from behind that was a rough play um and brady strom's face oh my god uh, if 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 anyone hasn't seen it yet when when after strom hits sanderson and, and he sees Brady Kachuk skating over. The look on his face is priceless. He kind of goes like, "Oh fuck, okay, well now I gotta fight Brady Kachuk." And then it was very funny. Um, but yeah, other than those two plays, I, I don't really think you know much physical uh, play kind of stands out in this game, and, I, and that's obviously highlighted by the fifteen to eleven hits uh, between these teams. Um, so yeah, just a lot of skating, and I you know a lot of skating. Um, not a whole lot of hitting and a lot of special teams time. I mean, between, yeah, like I, I can't remember. I can't, I can't do the math off the top of my head just because there is some, uh, some time four on four, obviously, but just the fact that, you know, a total of 14 penalties, um, that's a lot of time, not five on five. Uh, we've seen that a couple times with the Sens this season. Um, I think that usually happens when the Sens are, uh, you know, getting the fewer number of penalties or fewer number of power plays, I should say. So nice to see them uh, take fewer penalties and, and actually convert on the power play. Um, other than that, I don't really know what there is to talk about other than just good job all around 
guys, um, please, for the love of God, don't don't fall back into losing a bunch here because I don't think mod or I can take it. Hey, remember like 10 minutes ago when I was like, I don't want to get too positive about this game, even though I think it was a really, really a solid game. And just like in the span of 30 seconds, my mind twists to the point where I'm like, you know, just back to like expecting the worst and, and uh, just kind of ruining it for myself. Anyway, we're going to keep it slightly positive here at the very least. My God. Um, there's not a whole lot to uh, dissect other than that. Just, you know, 5-1 game. I, like I said before, just a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of goals, which was nice to see for the Sens as a change. Um, I'm just kind of like looking for anything interesting. Um, okay, so here's something weird that I did not pick up on at all. Um, it says here Cam Talbot, uh, faced more shots while the Sens were on the power play than shorthanded. It says here that Cam Talbot was eight for eight, uh, on the power play and five for five shorthanded, unless that's flipped and I'm misunderstanding. Uh, but it does kind of sound like the Sens gave up more shots on the power play than shorthanded, which is very strange. Um, and we went 18 for 19, even strength. So that's really solid. Um, and then I just confused myself because the, the, it says his ice time is 59-41. I was like, this, this ends in pull the goalie. That was on a, they held the puck for a bit on a delay penalty. So there you go. Um, yeah, let's, I think, I think, I think we got to go back a little bit here and just focus on the positives here. Uh, it's Friday. The Sens win. Um, and there's no Sens game to potentially upset us tomorrow. Uh, Sens get Saturday off. They're playing the Kings on Sunday night. Gonna be a real late one on Sunday night. Doesn't that doesn't that kind of suck actually? That like the Sens play. What day of the week was the was the San Jose game? Was that a Monday? Yeah, Monday night. So like, <laughs> so the Sens have late West Coast games. Uh, Monday ten thirty. Wednesday ten. Sunday, 10.30, all weeknights, and the Friday they play 3 p.m. That's brutal. And I know I understand that, like, you know, that's because it's 7 o'clock Pacific, whatever. Um, just, just kind of a bummer how that works out, um, unfortunately. Like, you know, give us, give us the late game Friday or Saturday. That's fine, but... Um, you know, kind of a bummer. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I'm usually better at, at at filling up time. I I just, you know, I think I think this game was great, a great game, fairly uh fairly one sided, and I am uh terrified of of leaning too far towards like oh that was one-sided and great and now there's nothing to worry about um 
the problem with this game is I I I, I did try outlining you know a, a few points for the show. Um, it's it's just not working out. Um, because like I I basically went over all 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 the points I wanted to hit. The sends look great, and you know ice time was good, and all that, but. <sighs> you know you know what's weird what's weird is that i actually have a better I, I i don't have a better time hell no i don't have a better time i have an easier time doing shows where the sends lose because when they lose you think okay well who should they call up who should they get rid of you know who should they wave and and, and zaitsev and and jbd and everyone there was a lot uh, you know we spent a lot of time talking about that following losses and now that there's a win you think okay you can keep the roster the same that works i you know i think thompson's looked rough the last his is fairly rough at least this game definitely rough against vegas from what i can tell i think you maybe want to try putting holden in for thompson and see if you know that improves anything um I still think you got to be scratching Watson or Parker Kelly over Kastelik. Uh Personally, if you want to put Gambrell in, I'd, I'd take one of those guys out. Like, that's just like really nitpicky stuff, right? Like, that's just kind of, you know, that's the kind of stuff you, you normally would more focus on following a loss and following a win. It just it just feels kind of silly to be like they crushed this team. Granted, the worst team in the league, but they crushed this team five to one. Uh, anyway, here's what the changes I would make in the lineup. Like it's 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 tougher to to be um, it's it's tougher to be passionate about wanting to edit the lineup following following a win than it is following a loss. When 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 you're following up a loss, you can go, okay, well here's something that you can do to change it. Following a win, you're just kind of like the team looked really good, and unfortunately, the storyline around the team itself is you know like not not much has happened since since the since their last win i guess um we know we now know that will farrell knows about the sends that's that's kind of fun right um <laughs> other than that i just pulled the earbud out of my ear anyway other than that there's not really a whole lot to to talk about the sends kill the worst team in the league as they fucking should as they should, and I think that um, you know, am, am I am I a little bit uh, bummed that it was such um, a scary game in the first place? Yes, it should not have been that scary of a game. This this team should have, we should have gone into this game knowing that they were going to kill them. But um, you know, as as a Sens fan, uh, <laughs> this season especially, it's never that easy. Um, but. You know, I think that they won what, you know, in the most depressing way was a must-win game. And let's just hope that they can keep it up against tougher opponents. Um, that San Jose game probably should have been a win. Vegas, whatever, they're, they're hot, you know. The next game against the Kings, we'll see. They, they should probably win that game too, but who knows. Who knows how that's going to go. See how I managed to work myself up into like, oh, it's it's over. <laughs> Despite that, <laughs> I was going out of my way to be like, don't think it, don't think the season's won now. Like, you know, you're still in, I'm, I'm, I'm going too far in one direction or the other. I can't seem to just kind of hang on and be like, well, let's, let's hang out right here in the middle. I'm either, I'm either full panic mode or 
the Sens beat the Ducks 5-1, and I'm putting the blinders on and not thinking at all about the fact that it's the worst team in the league, given the standings at the time of this episode. Um, I wish there was a smoother way for me to end this one, but I think I'm just going to end it there. Like... I think I think following another couple wins, if, if the Sens can string together two, three wins in a row here, back to back, to back even would be nice. There'd be more to talk about. Just like you know, what's working? I don't want to you know dive too deeply into what's working from this one game because like who knows? It might just not work again next game, like it tends to do with this team. They they win a game and you're thinking, okay, well like you know they're building something here, then they lose the next two games by getting friggin' blown out. So. I think, you know, say two, three games from now, if the Sens are putting together some wins, there's going to be a lot more to dive into and kind of look at and go, okay, so these guys have it figured out. Because, I mean, anyone could look great for a single game. And it, maybe it just so happens that everyone just had a really good game today. But, um, you know, it's a positive. And we are uh, we're happy that it's a, that it's a win over here in, in Sens fan land. So hopefully uh, the next game is going to be more of the same. Mod's going to be uh, covering the next game Sunday night against the LA Kings, and I'll be covering the two games following that, both against the Rangers. Not back-to-back days, but back-to-back games. Those games against the Rangers are on uh, Wednesday, the 30th of November, and Friday, the 2nd of December. Holy shit, we are so close to December already. Uh anyway, thank you everyone for, for tuning in for this episode of Game Over Ottawa. We really appreciate it. And listen, if you think someone else who uh, cheers for the Sens would enjoy the show, please be sure to send it their way. Share this around. We, wanna, we want the, uh, the series here to grow. Uh, we love doing it. And uh, with the more people watching, the more people listening, just the more interaction we get, the better it is. So thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, make sure that you like the stream uh, and subscribe to the SDPN YouTube channel. And if you're listening to this on Spotify or wherever after, open up YouTube and subscribe to SDPN because you should be subscribed to SDPN. Thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. And uh, I will talk to you next time. Thanks. Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.